awesome. I'm so stoked that you all are here. And if I could get my guys to start bringing out the chairs. Guys, I'm so excited because tonight you're just not going to hear from me. Because y'all hear from me all the time. Right? Y'all don't want to hear any more army stories. I know some of y'all want to do who? Who? But tonight I got a treat. I got some of our Belmont Assembly influencers in the house. I'm so excited. And so if you could, can you just give it up for our panel tonight? Come on, go ahead, guys. Bring them on in. Come on, come on in. Bring all of our, come on, give it up for them one more time. Oh, yeah. If we can spread out the chairs if you want. We can spread, just get comfortable. Awesome. Okay, these chairs, these chairs are awesome. I love these chairs. They make everyone that is tall feel short because they can't touch the ground. Except for Kevin, he's probably good. Almost. Well, guys, I'm so excited for tonight in our week two series of Kingdom, King, Kingdom of Hearts. Great game. In our week two of King of Hearts, we decided to do something a little bit different with tonight's sermon. Is really going to look more like a panel. Last week, we talked about how we need to stop playing games with our heart, right? And that our heart already has a king, that we easily give up our hearts. We gamble with our feelings. We gamble with our hearts. In reality, we already have a king and a ruler that designed and defined it and loved it. And so, it's February, guys. I'm going to have you introduce yourselves here in a second. But it's February, and we all know what February brings. It starts with a V and ends with a day. Say it with me. It's called? It's called Valentine's Day, which is why we're talking about relationships. And so we're going to start down here. And when they introduce themselves, I want you to make some noise for them. Okay, starting to my left, your right. Go ahead and give us who you are. My name is Joshua Antonio Torres Carasquillo-Ortiz. <laughs> uh, but at Belmont, they call me Kirby. <laughs> She's just Yolanda. This is Yolanda. She's my wife. Oh, yeah. So you can... So Kirby. But where does that come from? Does anybody play Nintendo? There's oh, this okay. one character. Oh, I, when I was younger, I looked like a ham, you know? And uh, one of my friends just uh, gave me the name. And, and it, it sucked. sucked. And I, it sucked. Okay, the longest time for the <laughs> nine months I've known you, I thought Kirby was just part of, like, somewhere in that long Absolutely name. Absolutely not. And it's not. Nope. I feel like to. Okay, <laughs> sorry. And Yolanda, but people call you? Yoli. Yoli. Okay. Give it up. Ladies, give it up, Yoli. Awesome. Okay, our couple to their left. My name is Evelyn Gerard. Pastor Evelyn Gerard. <laughs> and I'm Kevin Gerard. <laughs> Kevin, that's awesome. I love that. No fun nicknames, huh? No, no pet names that you're willing to people say in front of people. Us, people used to call us together Kevin, but we didn't like that. Oh, oh no! Oh, it's no. like Brangelina. No. Yeah, Kevin. I you shouldn't have told me that. That is have told me that. And to their left, your right. Hi, guys. I'm Rob. <laughs> and I'm David. 
Okay, Rob's is obviously, what's your, what's your full name? Uh, so I'm from Brazil, and my full name... Brazil. 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 My full name is Roberta. Roberta. Yeah. Like That's my full name, Roberta Gomes Neves Oliveira Pesego. <laughs> a Bible. To kill my father, prepare to die. Huh? <laughs> it, was a, <laughs> it was a joke. Okay, sorry. I almost just fell over my seat. And then there's David. Hey, David. Okay, and the lovely person to your left is... Hi, I'm uh, Pastor Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> the way she... Ariel. Ariel, yeah. Ariel. You have a full name. My name is Israel Karani Marti Bermudez Canibal. There you go. <laughs> it's a little fun fact. But you can call me Pastor Izzy. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Um, these couples I, I love up here. I know you guys love them. Some of you interact with them or not. Tonight's really about getting to know their relationships. Because all of us desire relationship, right? Whether romantic or not. Some of y'all just want friends. Some of y'all that don't want friends, you need friends. Stop being a loner, stop being weird, all right? You need friends. At least one other weird friend that's going to be weird with you, all right? Right? Me and Pastor Ariel. So, I'm just playing. So, in this month, it's really, you see relationships happen all over you, right? Y'all have that one person at school that's in a different relationship every other week. You know what I'm saying? Don't be that. There's a special word for that. We won't say it here. But, but you guys see relationships all the time, and you're getting told you should date, you shouldn't date, you should date, you shouldn't date, why you shouldn't date, why you should date. And I really want to present to you tonight these godly couples who have not just placed God first, they've placed God at the center of their lives and their relationships. And we're going to get to know them tonight, kind of see where they started dating. And really, I hope tonight, and I'm going to open up to some of y'all uh, for questions. So this is a Q&A. So some of y'all might ask some questions. All right, we're going to vet them a little bit, all right? But we're going we're gonna to really want to see what you guys want to know. And then we're going to go from there. But um, I'm excited. Uh, so Kirby and Yoli, you guys have been at Belmont for how long? I think I've been here for about 18 years. 18 yeah. years. Yeah. Some, of y'all, some of y'all have literally been born when they first started coming here. Wow. Not to age you out. <laughs> yeah. When did you start coming? I don't know. Maybe 13? 2007. Okay, 07. Some of y'all weren't alive, but it's all right. It was a great year. It's a great year for MySpace. So, so right, it was. So you guys started coming here, and so tell us kind of how y'all met. So it was 2007, right? Seven, great year. Um, that's when she started coming. I think she came in from a different church with her family, and like immediately, my my like all the boxes like ticked, you know, checked kind of thing. I wasn't necessarily looking for somebody, but she was someone with my values, you know? Um, and yeah, right away, you know, we clicked. I was like, oh, you're a light-skinned Puerto Rican too, and you don't speak as, as good Spanish. <laughs> uh, and that was, you know, it, that was it. We, we were friends. Yeah. And you guys were leaders at Excel. Yeah. So eventually, you know, I think we became leaders around the same time. Yeah, maybe. And um, I was already, oh, okay. I was he was already a leader? Yeah, yeah. But you weren't like, 
a student, obviously. No, I came in a little older. Okay. <laughs> but I was like a kid, so but they you, let me in. But you came in as a leader eventually, but you were dating while he was a leader? When you came in as a leader? Did I get that right? We were leading together. Okay. And then we started dating. So y'all should become an XL leader because you might. <laughs> you might. You know what I'm saying? How many married couples in here are XL leaders that met here? All right, there you go. Wow. Awesome. So I'm just saying. Okay, so Pastor Evelyn, Kevin, um, I love your story. Be, uh, and I low-key found out about this in the office while we were meeting. But talk about y'all's relationship when you first started dating. And apparently you guys were each other's first boyfriend-girlfriend. Where did you guys meet? We met in high school. We met in the drama club. Hey! There, there was drama. <laughs> There's always drama in There's high school, drama. right? I was in the, I was, I was fun of drama. Now I'm a pastor. Yeah, that, that's how, high school musicals. All that's right. how we met. I love that. There you go. Join the drama club. Join the drama. So there's high school sweethearts. So it can't happen. Probably won't. Unless you're them. I'm just playing. Rob Saban, it. you guys got married eight to nine months ago? Newly, newly married, just sweethearts, just still in your honeymoon phase, goo-goo, goo-goo eyes, hand-holding at the mall, all that stuff. Where did y'all meet? We met on a dating app called Bumble. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Which one's that? Amen. (laughs) I see some note-taking. Two prefaces. There are filters, and then we were very specific. We're not, it was during COVID time, so people weren't. Brave man. Um, yeah. So, and also, I just graduated college, barely because there was not even a, a graduation. Yeah. yeah I know. Pre-recorded Thanks. live YouTube video. Anyways, um, so it was that time where, like, I was writing my life to do this, just a just quick thing. And then so, so was she, and then Bumble was the way to work. And it worked. All right. Yeah. So don't count out dating apps, I guess. I mean, well, if you're a freshman, you should delete that right now, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, you all know this, but Pastor Arrow and I met at college. After after college, she friends on me. All right. I did it to myself. I did it to myself. I wasn't just in the friend zone. I was in the brother in Christ zone. Uh, but I got out, and I'm going to write a book about it. All right. Okay. So <laughs> it really, really is. Pastor Evelyn, I want to ask you and Kevin this question, because in our meeting, you guys didn't really start dating right away. You said something about 11 years? We dated for 11 years. Wow. Okay. So we've, we've been together 25 years this May. Yeah. yeah. Yo. Baby. All right. There's so much to unpack. <laughs> In 11 years, okay, 25 so, years. So she went away to college and I didn't. So okay. we were long distance dating for a lot of it. And then, um, you know, th- there was a lot of like growing that needed to do before yeah. we yeah. got there. Because yeah, so, we met really young. Okay, I love that. So talk about growing. So part of growing is is timing and kind of knowing when. So how how would you say for some of these students here today... How do you know when you're ready for a relationship? 
How do you know when you're... <laughs> I'm going to preface this. Okay. When he declared his love for me at 17, at the wings of our stage, I remember looking at him and saying, buddy, you're like 11 years too early. Jeez. And I was like, I'm going to get married day before I'm 27. I was like, and I was 17. And I, for some reason, God gave me that age. Like, I had a lot of living and a lot of growing to do before I was ever ready. And every instinct and every Bible lesson I sat in told me, you're too young for this. But as many of us are, we're stubborn and we want to try it on our own. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Kevin, how, how did you know you were ready or how did you did not, how did you find out you weren't ready for a relationship? So, I mean, like she said, I, I, pers I pursued her. <laughs> she told her. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very, much, very much the other that way around. Really okay, other way around. Okay. Very much the other way around. Like, like, I pursued her, and it was very much like, yo, yo, cool your jets. But I was like, all right, fine. And then, you know, I was kind of friend zone too. But I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm taking myself out of the friend zone. Yeah! And the minute I wasn't talking to her all the time, yeah. she's like, I do like you. <laughs> and we've been together ever since. So. I love that. Bye, guys. No. I love that. <laughs> uh, but, but no, in all honesty, like, uh, uh, to, it took a long time for us to get married, obviously. And that's because, and I'm going to jump the shark here, but we didn't have the right center of our relationship for a long time, for the first few years. And it wasn't until we were about six years in that we really started to build our relationship around the foundation of our faith. And I mean, coming here, actually, making this our home church was a huge step in that, too. Like, Pastor, wow. Pastor Carlos was a great mentor to us, you know, love Pastor Carlos. Um, and to me, especially, and uh, really brought us to a point where we were like, okay, yeah, we are mature enough for this. And maybe we waited a little too long to get married. <laughs> but, What's that? but I mean, <laughs> life happens, you know, life right. happens. You know, we start helping our parents in different ways. And like, you know, very, very, I can go into the story, but I won't. Like, let's just say like life, life happened, but we never drew apart. And, you know, God's timing is perfect, you know? And we, yeah. we, we, we stopped worrying about how long we had been together and just made sure that we were together for the right reasons. That's really good. Man, I'm telling you guys, I, I know this is a different setting, but the amount of relationship goals that are up here, I, I, my heart is that you guys would see what it would really look like to do things the right way if God allows it to happen. So same question to you guys. Like, what would you tell a student? How, how do you know when you're ready for a relationship? How do you know when you're ready? <laughs> and is, is it on? Yeah, it's back. Okay. It takes a little while. She's always got something to say. That's why I let her speak first. Um, actually, so the right one. I had gone through wrong ones. Um, and... Being a leader, I had to take a step back and say, like, you know what? I really need to give my heart to you, God, because there were still lots of parts of me that weren't where they needed to be, like you say, Kevin. Um, and after I, I did, this is a religious part right here. I was like, you know what, Lord? Forget it. The rest of college, 
nobody. I'm going to focus on school. I'm going to focus on you, God. And as not as soon, but like as the thing was ending, I'm like, man, Lord, the pressure is on. I'm a senior in college. This is getting crazy. I'm still alone. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm trying to dedicate this to you, Lord. Right, right. And yeah, needless to say, like, it took a while. I ended 40 months of fasting. Let's, let's put it that way. Right? And I was like, is that, like, your thing, Lord? Um, and after a couple months after that, like, again, we were friends. But I was like, I'm on the market. Please. You know? It was one of those, it was one of those moments. So, however, my mindset was already like, Lord, during that whole thing, the next person that I see that could potentially be, like, Lord, please let them be it. Wow. I say, so a week yeah. after the fast ended, we went on our first date. A week after it ended? Right. Fasting and praying works, everybody. It sure, it sure does. I, I, when I wanted to date Pastor Ariel, I, um, I had a few rules. I needed to have my own car. I needed to uh, have my own place. Uh, I needed to have a full-time job with benefits. And I needed, to start, I needed to have already been paying college off. And by the time I had all those things, like, I feel like God opened up my eyes to Ariel. So those are, like, practical things. I would not let myself date if those things weren't in check because that meant that I was responsible, committed, and dependent, right? So those are some of the things. Um, yeah. So for me, um, well, I, it, okay, here I go. Um, <laughs> this is why I hate speaking in front of people. So... I I just didn't want to think about it. So we're talking about how do you know? For me, I I didn't I, dating was in the back of my mind, right? Like I truly believe <clears throat> that if you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, which the word says that he would he would everything will be added, everything that you need will be given to you. And so I just you know, sometimes the conversations kind of go off and you're like, "Oh, look at him. Oh, look I just, I would literally walk out of those conversations. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want my focus to be on that. I just, I wanted to be where God wanted me to be. And I believe that wherever he was, whoever he was, that he would be where God wanted him to be. And when it was time, our paths would cross at that right moment. Yeah. And that's what I focused on. And, um, and then once the time came... Things started, you know, um, coming up where, because some people, you know, some girls might have, you guys might have lists and stuff. Like, I didn't do that. <laughs> How many of y'all got a list? I, I didn't Tall, do that. dark, handsome, I six mean, figures, six I mean, pack. there's nothing wrong with having a list. Like, you don't want to be too superficial with your list. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So I just, like, she had, she had a, okay, that's cool, you know, but um, uh, where was I going? Some people have lists. Um, I didn't have one, but things align. Yeah, 100%. What I want to say was when it came to the point where I needed to pray about it, mm-hmm. God revealed that. And he was like, it's time to pray about your wow. husband. Yeah. Wow. And, and it was through a friend, and it was now it's time. Wow. And so that's when we started. That, yeah. You know, so I, I just, just focus on him, man. Yeah. So I think what we're seeing kind of a theme here, and we all didn't, 
I actually didn't. I told him I was going to send him the questions, and then I didn't. Um, and honestly, I'm glad because what you're, what you're hearing is a common theme of, listen, how do you know when you're ready to date? The answer is when God allows it. And, and you see every single person up here has taken time in the relationship prior and during to say, here's the deal. Like, I'm just going to focus on you, God. And whatever happens, happens with so-and-so. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it does, it does. Uh, but focusing on yourself and then trusting that God will bring things to you as they need to come. Can I just say, like, people are always like, oh, my gosh, 25 years. It's been forever. Um, I love our marriage. We've been married for 14 years. It's amazing. But it was hard. And I feel like we got in God's way. I feel like I got in God's way a lot. And I made it much harder because I imposed my timing over his timing. And God in his mercy and in his love still worked it out for our good. Um, but trust in God's timing, not yours. That's good. Uh, like to preface that, I can't tell you how many times in our 14 years of marriage, he's like, ah, I should have married you sooner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I did want to get married a lot earlier, but we did have some growing. Yeah, so, it's funny because by the time I wanted, like, I wanted to get married like young. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like twenty five. Like, let's get married. She's like, no, we're not ready yet. I was like, all right, okay. And so then, like, twenty seven rolled around. She's like, when are you going to marry me? I was like, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> that, now I realize I wasn't ready. Wow. <laughs> like, so you trust God? You pray? Like that's the best thing for you to do at, at this stage of your life is is to trust God. Now I wanted. Ask Ariel this question. We went to college together, and we, like, in a Christian college, like, everybody is dating to get married. People are getting engaged all the time, all this. So, Ariel, um, how, uh, advice when your friends are dating, but you're not. Because, you see, like, some of y'all are here, you got friends that, like, are all about relationships, right? All about you're like, they don't do it anymore, but what was that woman crush Wednesdays? You know what I'm saying? Like constantly doing that. So what do you say to somebody that they're not in a relationship, but they but their friends are in a relationship and they feel that pressure? Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely could understand, like you're saying, like in a Christian college, it's like you just get a bunch of Christians together and they go crazy. <laughs> they all want to date each other and get married. True. Um, so yeah, you can definitely feel that pressure in any setting, you know, where maybe everyone around you is in a relationship and you feel like you're the only one outside. Um, honestly, just what comes to my mind first is what we're all talking about is like the Lord's timing. Um, what I think is as a believer, when it comes to not just dating, but really any decision in life, you know, where am I going to go to college or, you know, what job should I go for? As believers, I just think when you're following God with all your heart and you're asking him and seeking him and maybe the answers aren't coming, you just keep going forward until you hear from him. So I would say if you feel like you're really wanting a relationship, just keep praying and seeking the Lord. And, you know, don't worry about being desperate for it. Like, come on, God, I really want this to happen. I need this to happen. It's happening for all my friends. Why isn't it happening for me? Like, you just do you and your relationship with God and trust that in yeah. his timing and in his ways, it will happen and he will bring it about. Yeah. And again, if you feel like you're the only one and everyone around you is in love, you know, just be in love with Jesus. 
Like, he loves you the most. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I've always believed, too, and honestly, I got this from Pastor Izzy, but if the Lord's placed things in your hearts, passions and desires, then we just trust that those are from God. You know, he created your heart. So what's inside of it that you're passionate about must not be random. So I think in your heart, if you really felt like, you know, marriage is for me, and I really want that one day, like I really want that relationship, then I would just believe the Lord has that for you. If it's a passion, a dream, a desire in your heart. So just trust again in his timing that it will happen and keep walking with him. And if you come up to a situation or maybe a person, you're like, I don't know if I should date them or not. Again, as a believer, just step out and trust that the Lord's going to tell you, this isn't the right one. You know, you need to step away. Or this isn't, again, this isn't the right college. This isn't the right job for you to take. Or this is, you know, just step out in faith and trust that in your relationship with him, he's going to lead you one way or another. That's good. That's good. Trust the Lord. Rob's and David. Since y'all dated or found each other on an app, and you didn't know each other prior, right? So here's one. What are some green flags and what are some red flags to watch out for? Because you guys met online, so when you guys got together, because texting is different, right? Like, how many of y'all have texted somebody, kind of like like a crush, and then y'all actually start talking in person, and it's like weird or awkward, like, they're kind of different, you know? Like, red flags start popping up. Boring. Bore, right. You're like, wow, you use a lot of exclamation points in your text, but your life is not an exclamation point, right? Like, where are all the emojis that are on your face? Like, you're boring, right? So, uh, everybody knows what red flags are. Everybody knows what green flags So, what are some, like, red flags and, like, green flags that you saw? You already said one. You can't, you can't hold a conversation. Goodbye. Seriously, if you can't hold a conversation, if you're not interested, you're not willing to engage or at least be, show some interest in what my interests are, and then I'm showing all the interest in you, no. That's a, if it's one-sided. That's a no. Right. That, no. Yeah. Robs, what's a red flag? A red flag, um, for me, the big thing was a lot of people will come to you and say they're Christian, but they won't practice that relationship with God. Well... So wow. that was a big priority. Like, back in our conversations, I'm like, oh, you're Christian? Like, do you have a relationship with God? Have you encountered God? Like, how does that work? I, I don't want just a title. Yeah. Sorry. And like, that was actually one of our first conversations was about our faith. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, because so, that's what I was talking to about with, like, all these dates. It was like, you know, just being open and honest. And yeah. a lot of them just didn't want to engage in that. They just said, oh, I'm okay with that. I just say it just to get more um, filters or matches. And I'm like, yeah. well, you're a liar. And then that was it. It was bye. So then it was yeah. like honest conversation. Like, I'm going to just be straight up because this is annoying. So, and then yeah. she took it. She was taken aback and was like so surprised by that. And I was like, great. That's a great green flag because she's interested. She wants to talk about this. Right. And then let's dive deeper. Right. So and green pray. flag, if that person asks you about your faith, red flag if they can't answer it, right? And so I'll tell you this, like, if you even think about dating at your age, like in this season of your life, right, you are a 
Christian. Some of you may have not made that decision, and I want to encourage you to do that because healthy relationships really stem out of your love for God and your understanding of his love for you. Um, but if you're a Christian, if you believe in Jesus, if you follow him, right, you were a Christ follower, um, the Bible actually talks about something when it comes to dating or being with somebody that doesn't believe like you believe, and that's called being unequally yoked. Basically, that just means if you are on a, on a balanced scale, right, it's not balanced, right? Either they're weighing you down or you're weighing them down. But ultimately, it's not equal. And there's something very dangerous about being unequally yoked, right? There's something dangerous about dating somebody that's not a Christian. And I'll, I'll, I'll actually share this. Uh, I actually broke up with a Christian my junior year to date a non-Christian my senior year. And it was awful, guys. It was so bad. She, she came to Easter Sundays, to Christmas service. All the services that, like, people get saved at, like, she was not budging. And my faith, my, my walk with Jesus um, was almost destroyed, and she wasn't like a raging atheist. She wasn't like somebody that's like, I don't believe in God. I don't know why. She actually enjoyed and liked that I had a belief system, but she felt no need to have a belief system to believe in God. And even her passive, like, nonchalant, I don't believe in God, but that's cool if you do, even that destroyed, almost destroyed my faith and almost destroyed my walk. I'm thankful for Christian leaders that saved me from that relationship and called me out of it. Um, but it's it's very important that, like, if you're even thinking about dating, like, excel. I'm just playing, so don't do that. But but really, like, are they a Christian? And are they a real Christian? Like, do they follow Jesus? Or do they pray? And how can you do that? I'd be like, hey, can, how do you pray? I'd be straight up like that. I, I don't know if y'all want to be weird like that. But I say, hey, how often do you pray? What's your favorite Bible verse? If they can't answer those questions and they're a Christian, red flag. Those are basics. That's basic Christianity. Read your Bible and pray. That's 101. And if you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit. I, he gives us, convi- like he, he speaks to us. You know when you're not supposed to be with somebody. Don't play. You know it. You know you shouldn't go talk to them. You know that you shouldn't keep with, you know, you know. So yeah. don't keep, you know. I Don't play games. Don't play. I had this struggle with, with something else in my past where it's like, I know it's wrong, but I'm going to, Lord, you show me why it's wrong. Why is this wrong? Why, wow. I, you know, and you keep praying. You're looking for a sign. You're looking for, you know, the spirit is telling you that, and so you know it. And so don't. That's good. That's good. Y'all know. Y'all know. Turn to your neighbor and say, you know. You know. You know. know. Turn to the other one and say, I know. (laughs) I know. I want to ask, because I want to ask Pastor Evelyn and Kevin this question. Um, How do you know if you like someone because it's someone you date? Or just because they're a decent human being and treat you with respect. So, how do you know if you like like someone because it's someone you would date, or if they're just like available? Okay, so and they're nice. So we're taking this back to high school again. So sorry, like. Well, they're in high school, so break high it down. High school sweethearts. So like, wait, wait, uh, Kevin, where'd you go to high school? Relatable, sure. Shures. 
Sorry. Anybody from Sherry's in here? Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, God, I give some credit. <laughs> Let's go, Sherry's. Hot room. Jeez. Right. We got uh, some Sherry's people in the house. Yeah, there's some. There's not hate. So, so, um, the crazy thing is, is like in high school, I, I didn't date, like I didn't look for anybody or anything like that. There were girls. There were lots of girls. Like there was, there was opportunity, but I wanted to have nothing to do with dating at all. And I, I wasn't a Christian when I first entered high school. Like I grew up Catholic. I was, ra- I, I kind of had a faith instilled in me and, uh, you know, a relationship with Jesus instilled in me, but I, I had a grandmother who was very faithful and really did like, like plant a seed that took a long time to grow. But um, when I was in the middle of high school, I saw I sought Jesus myself. No one else came in my life. No one. I, I wasn't inspired by anybody to go to church. Like I just said, you know what? I want to go to church. And I went to church. I started going to Midwest Bible um, Church over there on Cicero, and it, the the Holy Spirit started to talk to me. And I didn't realize it at the time, but this is around the time I met my wonderful wife here. And all of a sudden, like, we had become friends. We got to know each other. Like, we were friends first. This is my long way of saying we were friends first. I got to know her. Yeah, you know, I was like, gosh, she's super hot. And, like, you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would date her. But, <laughs> but. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, I could look at a lot of girls in high school and say, yeah, she's super hot too. Right. But it's like, right. but like, I actually wanted to spend more time with her. I wanted to get to know her better. I wanted to get close to her. And so that's how, kind of in a backwards way over the years, I realized, I was like, thank you, Lord. Like, you know, I, I actively avoided dating. And then once I, you know, met, and it was, I, I, I hey, I don't recommend falling in love at 17, all right? But God's timing is God's timing. I don't have any doubt in my mind that she is, she is the woman, she is the wife that was intended for me. And um, yeah, we just, we, we had to go through the motions. Wow, yeah. He was my very best friend. And I had negative attraction to him. I thought, thanks, Dang. you're a really sweet guy. He's so awesome. Why'd you put it like and that, And I was though? like, no. She said negative 100 attraction. How do you go backwards? Listen, I, it, he was, I just thought he was the sweetest guy I had ever met. And I remember oh, thinking, like, wow, this guy is so nice. But, like, he's going to be, like, my best friend forever. Like, he's going to yeah. be so great, right? That sucks. And then time passed, and, and I found myself... It didn't matter how cute I, I was talking to another guy and talking to, you know, you talk to guys in high school and you'd be talking to guys. And all I thought was I would like kind of am like, can I date this guy? Is this guy boyfriend material? And I realized that I had a checklist in my mind and he was the standard. Wow. And it was like, well, the, yeah. I was like, well, well they're not foot. Kevin. It's like, they're not Kevin. Well, Kevin wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, Kevin! Let's go. Nobody treated me like yeah. he did. You're always going to piggyback. Um, I want to piggyback. Yeah. Um, God, his plans are just different and better. Because what you, when you talk about the list, what you think, who you think, how they look, 
um, or what they're a part of, what they're into, right? Like, it's, it's, it, that doesn't matter, you know? Like, at the end of the day, it's the character of the person, right? It's who they are. And God knows how to, he is the ultimate matchmaker, right? Right, yeah. Like, we went to high school together. I didn't really know him. What high school? Lane Tech. Yeah, where y'all go to school? What school do y'all go to? The crib? He had long, curly hair. Oh, snap. He played with the haggy sack outside, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I would have never had thought, but he is, like, everything I needed, yeah, you know? Wow. So, like... So, God knows. Yeah. Wow. So, like, speaking of God knows and, like, us now, I want to ask David and Rob's a question. Again, because I think meeting online is so interesting. And, like, you started your relationship, you know, online and you met after quarantine and all these things. So here's a question. It's going to be a long one. So just bear with me. Does God have someone picked out or planned for you? Or does he leave us the choice and set his blessing on that relationship? Right? So long as he thinks it's good and you meet the boundaries of Scripture. So here's what I'm asking. Do you believe in the one, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's the one out there for me. Like, I just have to find the one. Or do you believe that, like, we have a choice and that once we put a ring on it and pursue and make God the center, that person now becomes the one. So you, which one? Do you think that God has someone picked out or planned, or do you think it's our choice? Yeah. Um... I don't know exactly how to answer that besides of God has a purpose and the purpose that you have in your life will align to the person you're supposed to marry. That's a good word. So you got to, that, that was one of my checklist was does the person's purpose aligns with my purpose? So I knew I was supposed to be in church. I know I was supposed to be serving. So I needed someone that was willing to be serving as much as I was serving. Right. That's so good. So... Yes, I do think, I do believe that there is the one okay. that God has yeah. separated for you that will align with the purpose that he, ha that he has in your life. Yeah. David, what do you think? Disagree. I still don't know. Disagree. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> fight, fight, I mean, fight, fight. <laughs> I mean, because I, I, cause We're you, talking about this later in the car. Because <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, uh, uh, you, you did share me that one, question, that one question the other day. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Let me just bring it up to, to my wife because... Knowing her, I could just wing it. She needs to be prepared. So, like, great. That's a great question. I can only remember. That's the one I only remember. Here you go. Um, and we talked about it. Even then, I still don't really know if there is the one. Because I believed in the one when I was dating somebody. And that went south real fast. Um, I mean, over time, it was okay. But over time, it kind of just went south. And then believing in the one... I manipulated that relationship into thinking I'm going to marry that person. Ooh. Yes. So, and then it became more about me becoming whatever I could be for her to be happy. Wow. Whatever I could be for her to be satisfied marrying me, not us being centered with God, not us following a walk. And yeah. yeah. So then that's where that conversation in my head was like, the one, I don't know, because I traumatized myself I burned my own self on that one and then there was trying to search for what God has set for me and it was 
I don't have specific standards. I don't have anything. I just want to find whatever you're giving me, God. I'm ready to see what you have offered me in a sense. Yeah. Kirby, did you want to piggyback off that? There's just so much like in that because I was kind of in a similar situation, even though I wasn't doing things right. And someone came up and read this in a book and it kind of hit me in that way to make me understand. Uh, and, And the quote is the right person at the wrong time is still the wrong person. So like, there's so much wrapped up and like bundled in that, yeah. and like that's not yeah. scripture, you know. Don't don't go and yeah, say, start quoting this book of you know? anything. Like that's nothing. in the book of Kirby, chapter one. Right? Um, <laughs> but I think, <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> uh, um, I think there's just so much in that. Like even what what God can reveal in in saying like, you know, I told you to do this, and you didn't do it, so you're not getting anything. I, I think. I, you know what I'm trying to yeah, trying yeah, to say? Yeah. With, you know, yeah. like you're tracking with with how God can speak in Scripture, yeah. and and sometimes we overstep our boundaries, or other people can overstep the boundaries, and you just push it aside. You know what I mean? And sometimes God does that with with situations. Yeah. So, no, absolutely not. Wow. My answer to that question, yeah, I think I think there are like red flags hidden mm. in. In that understanding, in that perception, that there is the one. That there is the one, uh, because Mm. we can psych ourselves up into thinking that. Yeah, and I think God's plan can change at any moment. Right, right. You think they're the one because they're what you want. Right. God has something; He knows what you need. Right. In a partner. Wow. You know, it goes back to that, like our superficial, like standards, what we. What we consider is perfect, and God's like, okay, mm, but not for you. Perfect, maybe, but not for you, yeah. you know? And- so good. Yeah, we've got just a few more minutes before we dismiss. Um, you guys enjoying this tonight? Come on, so good. So good. I wanted, I wanted to uh, ask one last question for everybody um really again tonight's heart was just for you guys to see that like man dating is this huge topic to be taken serious it's not just it's not a fad it's not what's cool it's like something that god ultimately wants and has already planned for us and the best thing that we can do in the season where we want to date somebody is just say hey god what is it that you want to do I like to ask this question when I come up to any leadership that I admire. And it's really the question of, uh, I asked this to Pastor Joey when we really first became friends years ago. I said, Pastor Joey, what would you tell, you know, 20-something-year-old Pastor Joey that just started youth ministry? Like, what would you say to the younger you? So my question to everybody, and again, we only have six minutes to try to bring it in for a close but what would you say to high school you again? <laughs> so, like, really, we're, they're speaking to you guys, all right? I know they're looking at me because I'm asking a question, but they're really talking to you guys. So what would you say to high school you? What advice would you give to someone before you started dating, before you want to get married? What would you say to you as a high schooler? I don't want to go this way. David and Robs, what would you say? It could just be one of you. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. Um, 
just save yourself the heartache and just learn how to live in solitude first. Enjoy your singleness. I love that. That's good. Yeah, now I got it. Uh, um, take a page out of the Gerards over here. Be friends. Like, just be friends and be friends. court each other. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. And enjoy yourselves. Have friends. Rule number two. It sucks. Sorry. It sucks to date and not have friends. All right. The the cheesy thing that I heard all the time, all the time, yes, be friends, but do you. Lord, help me. We would have avoided so many heartaches even now if I had taken the opportunity of my singleness, of my youth, to really work on my relationship with Christ everything else would have been so much easier. And I'm grateful that God uses everything for That's his good. good, right? But take the time. It's a gift. And you can save yourself a lot of heartache, a lot of struggle by prioritizing Jesus first. Yeah. Again, we, we only dated that long before getting married because we were too busy centering around ourselves and not around God. If we had, if, if I had just believed what I had known the day I fell in love with her, that, oh, wow, you know, God sent me this woman, um, I would have worked at that. I would have worked at strengthening my walk with God so that I could be ready to be the husband that he wanted me to be for her, which wow. he eventually did. Yeah. But. So good. Long way around. Yeah. So good. Avoid it. What about you guys? What would you tell Young Curb? Okay. Um, <laughs> young Curb. Is that your SoundCloud rapper name? Could be. It could be. It is now. <laughs> um, I think for me, and, and kind of what was important, and I almost feel like, hey, disclaimer, we're not all going to listen to everything that everybody's saying up here, right? Like, if you're going to date. I'm not saying, we're not saying not to date. But if you just go ahead, I think it's important to date socially. Um, and that's one thing, like, it was very important to me. Um, first of all, like, I feel like dating with just us, nobody else is around. You kind of become so consumed with each other. It's so, like, it could lead to other things. You know, not going in that direction, but, like, when you finally get social or you meet the family, you meet her family, you know, meet his family, whatever the case would be for you, um, and then you're already, like, a year into the relationship and all of these red flags start coming up, you know, like, bye. Right. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> I would say to myself to be brave. Don't get caught up with what everyone else is doing. Mm. Focus on what God has for you. If it's a, if it's, if, if it's a club he's putting on your heart to join, if it's a... Or start. Or start. If it's um, some type of... Um, I mean, it could... A class to take. Uh, uh, whatever it is, some, walking up to someone, be brave. You don't have to look like everybody else. You don't have to do what That's everyone else is doing. Be, it, it, takes, it takes bravery to be different and yeah. to stand out. But when just focusing on what he has for you, because when we get caught up with dating, come on, you are like most, some of you are, no, you just, 
you get distracted, you get sidetracked. Right. There's so much experience to be had in high school and after that. You don't know what talents and gifts and um, skills and friendships, connections that he wants you to build or to discover because maybe he has something for you to do later on with that. Yeah. Be brave. Don't yeah. do what everyone else is doing. So good. So good. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. Do you have anything, dude? Do you have anything? Sure. We got a minute. Okay, one minute. Then I'll close uh, it. Yes, I've actually thought of this question many a times, what I would tell myself. Um, I would tell high school Ariel to literally just relax. Because when I look back at myself in high school and the dating I did, I almost think it was so unnecessary, you know? Just like Yoli saying, your world is going to expand beyond high school and then even college. There's just so much out there. And 14-year-old Ariel was different to 18-year-old Ariel and was different to 22-year-old Ariel. And your preferences changes and the things you don't like, the things you do like, the way you see guys or how guys, how you see girls, like you just change so much. Like most likely, I love Pastor Evelyn and Kevin's story, but that's like one out of 10, you know, but it does happen. (laughs) But for the nine out of 10, for the other people, you know, most likely your first love isn't really going to be who you marry. And I just look back and think I could have saved myself a lot of heartbreak if I just relaxed and didn't worry about entering into high school and getting a boyfriend and making that feel like that was my world and I had everything because I was dating someone. Um, Again, your world is just going to get so much bigger the older you get. And when you dive into your relationship with God, he just has so much for you. Dating's not everything and when you're that young it doesn't need to be your entire world and your entire focus so good yeah yeah I'm glad my parents were involved in my relationships um I dated publicly they met my my parents knew exactly where I was and what I was doing that's huge um I would say this to singleness okay like in Christian TikTok and Christian Instagram I see a lot of Christian influencers talking about a season of singleness, and this might be cringe, I don't care, and this might be ignorant, we'll see, but I would say this, I don't really believe in a a season of singleness, because if you have a relationship with Jesus, you're not single. So, like, the whole season of singleness to me is really, like, honestly, I think if we focus, like we've been saying, if you have a relationship with Jesus, anybody that comes into your life, right, that wants to be involved in your life romantically, they are honestly going to have to come to Jesus first because you belong to somebody, right? So in a season of singleness, I'm going to say that, like, you're not single if you have a relationship with Jesus. And let that be an encouragement for you, even for some of my leaders and my college-age students that are, are in a season of singleness. You heard it here. The best thing for you to do is work and cultivate that relationship with Jesus so that the person that does come along, uh, they're going to have to go to Jesus first to ask him for you, basically. So I'm, I'm really, I really want to encourage all of you. Like, I know it just seems like parents or 
boomers or whatever you want to call us up here, right? Right. We're, even though we're not, even though we're not, we're, we're millennials, right? Right. We are not boomers. Whatever you see, like you may think that like their story is their story, but like it's time and time again, you'll see that like, man, like God is in control and we need to give him the control. And so like these, these leaders and our leaders that are even married here, um, they, they want to walk you through some of these relationships that you have or are thinking about having. And so he said, like date publicly if you are. Like, be public. Bring them here. Like, be seen by your leaders so that they can hold you accountable. But ultimately, once again, like, your heart, your heart belongs to somebody. And it is not the cute boy down the hall. It's not the cute girl in the nice cheerleader outfit, right? Like, it's not them. Your heart belongs to one person, and it's Jesus. And I will tell you this. No one will love you like he does. No one will take care of you like he will. And so when you focus on that, anybody that comes along, now you have the standard. Now you, have, now you can see, are they going to love me and lead me like Jesus? Or are they going to love me and lead me astray? Which ultimately isn't love. So turn to your neighbor and say, stop playing games. Turn to the other one and say, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Just going to say it. Yeah. So I want you all to know, like, these people aren't just panelists for tonight. These people, they love you. They are serving in our church. You see David and Rob's and our Jay Walkers and on the worship team. You'll see Pastor Evelyn and Kevin with Compass Kids and at check-in. And so if you want to get in their world, get in where they're serving and just serve alongside them or just serve them. Can I be an MIT? Can I be a lit leader? Can I, can I help with this? Can I help with that? And like same with, with Kirby and Yoli, like get in their world. They're available to you. They want to talk to you. They want to mentor you. They want to be in your life. They want to help you. And so listen, don't complain about drowning when you've got a life jacket and a lifeboat right in front of you, right? They're right here. So they are all available, right? <laughs> We're so available. We're so available. They're so We're approachable. So available. They are so approachable. Can I? We're all available and approachable. <laughs> they are so approachable. Can I, um, guys, once again, I hope tonight was good. Can you give it up for our panelists? I know we tried. I know we tried something new. We always want to just keep you guys interested. If you really enjoyed these panels, I would love to do more of them. But can I just pray for you guys, and then we can go. Lord, I just pray for every single student and leader and couple in this place. Lord, dating is, is such a huge topic, and it's, it's definitely been warped and played with by the world. Uh, we know that your Bible is clear when it comes to relationships, when it comes to being equally yoked and things like that that we'll talk about later on in this series. But God, uh, we, want, we want you because you love us like none other. You care for us like none other. And if there's any person here and they struggle with just being alone, they feel lonely, and because of that, they feel the need to fill that loneliness with a person. God, I pray that you would be true to your word, and you would be the all-sufficient one for them. Meaning, God, I pray that they would realize and feel your presence all around them, that they are not alone. They are not alone. You are with them. 
You love them. You see them. <clears throat> Not crying. I would. But Lord, we just know that you have a plan for each and every student and leader in this place. And ultimately, when it comes to dating, we want your plan. And we saw the theme tonight, like your plan is perfect. Your will is perfect. So God, we know that we can actually avoid some of the things that could happen in our lives if we just focus on you, God. And so thank you for uh, these couples up here. Thank you for a great night in your presence. I pray that it was super encouraging to every student. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We give you nothing less but all of our hearts. And everyone says, amen. 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 Get over Jesus. One more time, give it up for our couples up here. Thank you guys for coming to Excel. We will see you tomorrow for what? Oh, God.